Yo, 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 what's good? Welcome back to another episode of Black Nerd Fridays. I got my co-host, D. Neil, a.k.a. the Podcast King. You know what I'm saying? We missing our sis right now, uh, Suds. But you already know how we do. We hold it down no matter what. We hear every Friday. You know how it is. But before we get into our normal conversation, and we talk about, hold on, let me show you what we talk about before we get crazy. Oh, man, let's get it, we man. You already know. Before I do my thing, we got something going on. All right. Oh, wait a minute. Hold on. I ain't here now. Let me see what we got. All right. There Drive we go. Get in there. You get it. You get it. How you get it. There we go. Hold on. Is it popped up on here? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, All right. There we go. There we go. It's on here. We on here. We good. Okay. So we get today. We talking about ex machina, ex machina, however you want to pronounce it. Ex machina. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The <laughs> real thing. Before we get into that, let's talk about what we what we drinking on right now. Cause man, come on, it's man, been a, it's been a long week for me. You know what I mean? I don't know about you, but it's been a long week. So what you drinking on, D? Uh, brother, you know what I mean. Go ahead and pop me on the on the on the, on the individual line, yo. What up with y'all? What up, world? What up, world? Let's get it. Now I'm I'm drinking this uh Botswani, Botswanan. Uh, this chocolate stout, my stepdad, he found this at Trader Joe's out here. He was like, <laughs> yo, for real. Hey, this thing is fire, man. It's, it's real chocolatey. It's like, he was like, you know, y'all got, you got me drinking this craft beer, but I didn't find this. I didn't find this brand at Trader Joe's. It's only like $6.99 for, for a six, four or six pack. You over here got me spending like $15 for a beer out here. But, you know, again, they 12 ounce cans. So a four pack, yeah. 15, a four pack of 16 ounce cans. I mean. Oh, a little, they, you get a little bit more in this size because they're going to give you a little bit more. You're going to get about six to eight. Um, but no, nah, man, this company, I, I was trying to check them out. I really wanted to take a look at where they're located. Um, but this is this is fire, man. They make light beers. Even their IPA is about eight to nine percent. Um, so that was that's that's what's up. And I was like, let me give them a shout out. Uh, and then last up. but not least, man, I, I didn't drink this. You know, the last sour that you gave me, man, but mom was hoping that by accident. And she was like, what is this? She was like, this ain't the beer you told me I could drink. Uh, so she was like, what is this smoothie? I was like, I don't know. And I tasted it. I was like, no, nah, this ain't for me. But this one right here, this raspberry sweet cherry lime right here, man. Is, is this from Mortalis? Is that correct? Yes, sir. That's yeah, the I drink. know, man. You love you some Mortalis, man. Mortalis, man. Holla at, holla, at the, holla at the boy, man. Holla at that man. And let that man get on and let this man get to where we going. But this is 7%. You know what I mean? Uh Gemini, like, come on now, the name, the, the way this looks. I know Suds had showed this last time when we was on, a couple uh, two weeks ago. So I'm ready to taste this one as well, man. But I'm going to pour over when you're done. So let's uh, Yeah, you already know. You already know how we do. Um, I ain't got nothing crazy going on. I actually <laughs> got uh, – <laughs> I'm actually keeping it light today. Um, I, It's been – first of all, it's been a long week. I think for all of us, and that's kind of why Suds ain't here, you know, personal stuff. But it's been a long week, Um, but we always make it happen. And I've been drinking today. I'm just going to keep it a buck with y'all. I've been drinking a little bit. So I was drinking water. I got, look, I got water right now. Me too, brother. Me too. Oh, it's I all got right. Water. You got to stay hydrated. Yo, I've been drinking. I felt like I was going to get under the weather a little bit. Like I was getting a little sick and I know my body. So I said, you know, let me start drinking. But I wasn't drinking beer. I was actually drinking liquor. I was drinking mm. some crown apple and I had some bourbon earlier. So I needed to slow up and drink water. But anyways, I got some beer. I do have some beer. We got the bonus stage IPA. Oh, this man, that's is, nice. I like that. I like oh, yeah, and, and this is perfect. This fits right along with what we're talking about. We talk about Ex Machina, Ex Machina. Ex Machina, however you want to pronounce it. <laughs> yeah, however you want to pronounce it. But this is an IPA, uh, what is it? I think 6.7. Yep, 6.7% ABV. Mm. And, it, you know, it, it's from Otter Creek out of Vermont. They uh, put out some fire um, IPAs. And if you know anything about Vermont breweries, their stuff is that traditional East Coast style IPA. There's mm. not a lot of haziness going on. Like you might have some going on in this glass, but just in general, it's going to give you that old school vibe, the old school flavor, crisp, piney, like West Coast style IPA. But anyways, like I said, I'm keeping it simple. I'm keeping it light. I don't want to get too crazy. So we're just going to get into what we talk about as we normally do. And um, cracking, man. Let's talk about it. Yeah, let's, let's, let's get to it. So as always, as always. Let's talk about it. What's the good, the bad, and the ugly of X-Men kind of? And listen, again, I'm going to keep it a buck with y'all. I got just this. I ain't even got my glass on me, so I'm just going to crack this joint open. Hey, man, he's going with the can. He said it's been a long week for real. It's been a long week, bro, and it's 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 been crazy, but good at the same time. So I'm drinking out the can. Cheers, y'all. It is oh, what it is. Know, shout, out, shout out to the boys. 
Telecoastal Brewing Company. Shout out yo. to the shout out to the town. Town business, you know what I mean? Brothers, Mario, on, Chad, Chad, you know, and man. I forgot the other brother that's a part of the part of the uh the Chad and Mario, and then also shout out to uh oh man, See? I yeah, there I you go. His name already. Oh, you gonna, you you go. gonna be tripping me? Gonna be like, what? <laughs> yeah, facts, facts. It's gonna come to me, man. So what's so, yo? What's what's your good? You know, we we already know what this movie is about. Man, the good for this really, man, is like just the um that the character that you are taught to hate in this movie. Like the the good is that he was telling facts. Like he was telling a hundred percent facts of what the ai was you know spoiler alert this movie came out 2015 so it's going down uh we definitely gonna talk about it we're not gonna do like the uh the quick critic how he be he, he break it down to a whole nother level but for me man, I'm, going, I'm going straight off of like the way nathan the uh the, the you know the multi-billionaire uh and his dream for his ai ava and what he really um just his just him as a character and like how you would easily brush him off as like just this sex crazed, um, uh, isolated person. Very, <laughs> very intelligent, very intelligent. But on top of that, the really the good part about it is the way in which he treated. How it backfired on him, because reality is, is that he really was he was lonely because he wanted to create something to where he literally didn't have to have any emotional attachment to it. And mm. that and that literally backfired on him because he was he was he was too in, he was so intelligent he was stupid <laughs> and like and I, he was so smart he was stupid. and like that's just that's just like I think that's the way the world's going now man so so we think we're so intelligent but we stupid so that's where I'm at I like that. that I like that a lot I um I thought it was pretty dope um as far as my thoughts and opinions on there um my good. First off, you're talking about artificial intelligence. And again, we the title here, the Turing test, or what is the Turing test? Let's talk mm. about that. So that is um, when a person is having a conversation or, or pretty much in interacting with AI. And if they have finished off this conversation without understanding that the AI is actually a computer, then the Turing test is passed, meaning that the person couldn't uh, differentiate between whether it was a human or uh, artificial intelligence. So in this movie, they actually displayed all of those aspects as far as um, Caleb interacting with Ava. Mm -hmm. That was her mm -hmm. name, the main AI he interacted with. And how she was so, to me, like humanly, she, she displays so many characteristics of being a human, as well as even um, Nathan with his little quirks and stuff like that. And I had some thoughts about him prior but they got into a lot of different aspects, how we are attached to media right now, how we're attached to social media and just technology in general. And they kind of just laid it out. And this is what, seven years ago, six years ago. So they were ahead of their time, which I personally feel like it inspired the new series Westworld. I know there was a previous Westworld, I think in the 70s or something. But the new series to me kind of was inspired by this. So, you know, shout out to them. They did their thing. Um, and I thought it was dope. You know what I'm saying? Overall. So with that being said, you know, let's talk about what you thought what, what your bad was on there. D, what was your bad? Oh, man. <laughs> I mean, my, my bad, I, I'm a, I say my bad is going to be the um, just the 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 lack of um, and it's, it's I really got ugly, but really the bad for me, I guess, is just going to be that just the the isolation of all of the AIs, like he, like he was just in control of them. When I say he, I'm talking about Nathan. I think the only reason why that's bad for me is because I, I understand how the movie was structured to be in this area, in this, in this place where you got multiple, you got fiber objects that can reach the moon. Um, uh, that's a quote from the movie. Yes, uh, it I is. Mean, you have, you have all this, but I think too is just that you didn't get enough of all the versions of the AIs. Maybe that's really my bad. Like you got a real snippet of that of how it interacted and played out, but you didn't see how that affected Nathan at that time. I think you see it later mm -hmm. on if you can put the bits and pieces together, but through that time, man, you could tell, man, it was, it was crazy. It was definitely, it was definitely crazy. So I'm, I wish that they did more on that, uh, which they didn't. So that's my bad. Yeah. All right. I feel you. Uh, to me, my bad was 
watching pretty much this whole interaction happen. And as you <laughs> say, oh, I, I already hear the co-host. Right? You got yeah, your yeah, oh, that's in the background. That's my nephew. Yeah, he's she coming one. through, showing love. I know how it is. Um, fortunately, my co-hosts are asleep right now. My other co-hosts, <laughs> <they sleep. laughs> but the bad on there to me would be how that isolation. Personally, I feel like it warped nathan's brain a little bit and mm. it caused him to be so too intelligent to where some things went negatively on there and that ended up leading to a whole another situation that transpired we're going to talk about it later on so i don't want to get too deep but it was a little crazy and honestly when i watched this again six seven years ago i didn't expect that to happen I thought that everything was going to go smooth. I figured it was going to be something to go left, but not to the extent that it did. Mm. And as mm. I said, it to me personally, Westworld was inspired by the way that it ended. So I'm going to leave it at that because that's mm. what we got later on. Um, mm. All right. With that being said, what's your ugly on here? What you what you think about yeah, that? I mean, that, was a, that was a good point right there. Uh, my ugly is the ending. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, my, my ugly, my ugly is definitely the uh, the ending and how both Nathan and Caleb acted, and that's why I said you're so intelligent that you're stupid. But it really mm. ties in to show you how much. And uh, Nathan's quote, which I'll look at in a little bit, but really what he was saying about how AI, like what AI was supposed to do to figure out a situation, is exactly what a Ava did. Um, mm. And even though he knew that. To a level, he he picked Caleb, and we'll talk about it probably a little more in the questioning. He picked Caleb for a reason, re, a reason. But even with that, he thought that he had everything under control, and right. to be as intelligent as he was, all the way up, all the way to the end of the movie, to even to even do it uh, the way that he did it in the conversation he had with Caleb, which I already knew that was coming. I'm just like, but it didn't even go beyond that. And then also with Caleb, like. What he what he envisioned, it was like, bro, like you literally just had this conversation with Nathan to where he thought of you one way. You 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 literally played like you did the double play on him. You know what I mean? Like you hit the backdrop <laughs> on him. You know, you did the back step, jump shot, whatever, and got him. But then you didn't think beyond that to this point that um, your interaction with Ava was maybe exactly what Nathan has said. Mm. Um, just, I like that. And this is what I say. I don't want to get crazy because I got kind of got some questions pertaining to that later on. My personal ugly would be how, first off, um, this joint was crazy. Now, again, it shows our dependence on technology. Mm. Um, right now we are in 2021. And you, if you pay attention, there is a lot of AI being developed at different companies for whatever the reason may be. Um, when we get so reliant upon technology and the things that they can do for us, it makes us vulnerable. And I think that this movie displayed those exact things. And this is how uh, Caleb ended up being caught up in the situation he was. And it's also Nathan, as smart as he was, he was dumbed down, being isolated, being um, overthinking sometimes. And the AI overthought him. So I think that they were able to show us if we don't get our act together as humans, we might end up in this exact same situation. Mm. And personally, when you watch TV shows, when you watch movies, there's always little hints of truth and gems being dropped in there. And the question is whether or not you're picking up on it. And as I said, and I'm going to keep saying this throughout the whole episode, when I watch Westworld, I don't know if any of y'all out there watch Westworld, you got to watch it. It's a fire series. The ending and how everything happened with or what happened with the season prior to, I believe it's on season four coming up. Yeah. Um, I only saw season one, man. And I was I've like, watched them all. And no, they, I'm done. <laughs> they, they fire. I'm telling you, it's fire. But the ending to it, it showed you that if we're not careful, we could be in this exact same situation that they were in there and you won't know what's going on. And again, I'm going to leave it at that because I don't want to give too many spoilers until we talk later on. So mm. it was dope. It was a very good movie, but, you know, it was some reality. It was some ugly stuff going on there. But that being said, too, man. I got my notes. So, you know, you just, you just oh, I figured you did. And I'm actually going off the top of the dome because I was really, really entrenched in this movie. And I watched it again years ago. I probably watched it five, six times. So I'm just was, you know, refreshing my memory on there. Now, what was your first thoughts when you saw Ava? Then again, keep it a hundred. 
What was your first thoughts when you saw Ava? Well, my first thoughts when I saw Ava was like he literally, he literally created again. When we're talking the aspect of the movie, he literally created what we, what we think of when we look at data from Star Trek, and he mm. did it. He did it. It's kind of like how, it's kind of like how Star Trek Discovery had all this nice fancy technology, but it was supposed to be in a time where Spock was like just become, uh, just joining Starfleet. And it kind of like made me, it tripped me out because I was like, this technology and the way that they do it, again, because the cameras are better, this technology looks way better and more advanced than the Star Trek The Next Generation. And, and that's exactly what I got with with Ava. With Ava. And it, it, and I guarantee now with the, with the cameras and green screens and CGI uh, are currently, that it could do even better on certain scenes where they're showing the difference between a when the when the AI is literally taking off certain uh, either skin or something of that nature. It'd probably be even more mm. uh, detailed and in depth um, <clears throat> to that aspect. So just it, it it was it was crazy, man. Like to see to see the inner workings of it, and then how Nathan talked about it, and it was like he wanted the AI. He had to not be. Um, it couldn't be rigid. It had to be pretty much he was trying to get as close to human with nanotechnology and technology as he could, like uh, cell membranes, all these things like that. He literally was attempting to create a better human. And like you saw that work of you saw that work in there. But then you also when you saw Ava, you saw this you saw this very almost cold like aspect to the A.I. because all you had all the A.I. was a face. That was it. It (laughs) It just had a human face attached to it. And that could be now that I'm thinking about it and looking at the show, because back to my point with my my bad and how Nathan was not shown through all his versions, he probably himself did that for the very reasons as he as he was going through version one, two, three, and four, and mm-hmm. the interactions, especially with version four, mm-hmm. the interaction that he had, uh, really I think um, excuse me, it was version three, which I'm gonna talk about too because that was. I should have put that. In I know. I know. Suds would put that, and we know why from version three, because again, the black bodies and how they are represented. Yeah. Um, it, it was. It was to me. It was like, bam! Like that's crazy. Like it's. It's like you look at the face, but everything, everything below it, everything behind it, it's not human. And right. like that, I think was something that Nathan had to do even for himself. Back to that point, where we're talking about isolation. Okay, I like that. I like that. To me, I feel like. Um, Nathan personally played upon um, Caleb's vulnerability. Hmm. One of the things that Ava asked him, and let me backtrack a little bit. Let's just X out the rest of the body. When you see Ava's face, Ava has a beautiful face. Hmm. And the first thing I do when I watch movies and if I see a woman who looks attractive, I'll say, okay, who is this person? So we know who Ava is right now. That's Tomb Raider and she's been in some other movies. Um, Alicia Vikander, I believe her her name is something like that. Swedish actress. Long story short, um, Ava, excuse me, Nathan played into Caleb's um, vulnerability and he played into the things that he was attracted to. So everything else was fake. The rest of the body was AI. You just seen the circuitry, you seen all those parts exposed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, again, there was silhouettes and shapes as if it was a real woman, but the face is was what, what was there. And one of the things that he asked, her, I can't remember the exact question, but he asked her something like, um, you know, uh, what do you think of when you see me or something like that? And she kind of reversed the same question on him and Mm. he started answering her question. So he was being manipulated pretty much and or not manipulated, but he was being um, studied and learned from. And he didn't expect this to happen, considering that, again, the only person that she had an interaction with was Nathan. So now here we are. Caleb is interacting with her. She's getting new interactions with another human, somebody else that has a different thought process. Mm. And it played exactly into her hands. So I thought that Ava was was a, a beautiful AI. And it was what this man was looking for when he sought out women. And she asked him certain questions. Um but, you know, are you married? And what happened? He started explaining his childhood story, mm-hmm. like oh, my parents died in a car crash. And um, I Drop lived me. through that car crash. And she mentally just taking them notes. Man. Yo, She's like, I'm about to get you. All of that. All of that. And, and <laughs> play right into her hands. So I thought that that was a perfect thing and it was going to work out. And obviously her favor and even um, Nathan's favor as well. 
Mm. So with that being said, would you fully trust a fully mobile AI? We're not talking about one that just stands in the same place and you're just talking to like uh, the original, um, what was it, Jarvis, before he became uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, a vision and all that. Would you trust a fully mobile AI? A fully mobile AI? That mm -hmm. is, <clears throat> I think, watching Star Trek, you want you would want to say because of data, you want to say yes. But reality is, is that it really, to me, it really depends on how AI is interacted. If the way that AI is 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 <clears throat> introduced to humanity, which is really like individual isolation really as guinea pigs, um, then hell no. Uh, and even, and honestly, even with, even with having AI being fully mobile and in a human form, um, that is going to be, I think something that people honestly are going to be more comfortable with than they think. Cause they're going to be like, Oh, hell no. But just to the point you were making about how Ava and even Nathan, how he said it, Ava wasn't the test subject in the, in, in this interaction. Facts. So, and I, and, and, the thing is, AI is always forever learning, and that's what we want AI to be. That's what not excuse me, let me say we, but that's what white men, <laughs> which, <laughs> which again, which is shown through Nathan. That's yes. what they, that's what they want artificial intelligence to be. They want it to be to the point where it could just be outthink us and become this better being. But reality is, is that because AI is always trying to figure out a problem, then the emotional aspect is null and void. And Data in Star Trek really showcased that when he was doing everything he could to get emotion because he said everything, mm. he said everything else he could do. He could outrun somebody, outjump them. He was as strong as whatever, all these things. But he was like that emotional, the laughter, the, the crying, feeling sad, all these things like that. That is, was the step away from him being human. Besides that, he was, he was not, he, it was nothing else but him collecting data and learning to build off of these memories because that was another thing about being a human but not just memorizing things or having a memory of it but what that memory did for you what emotion that memory brought and mm. i think and I, and I think with ai it's it's just going to be really hard for me to accept it because at the end of the day are you calculating every single thing so that you can appease to what it is that i want so that you 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 meet a goal to get to the conclusion that you want me to have. And mm. that conversation will never go away. No matter, <laughs> what, no matter what you do with AI, it'll never go away with that conversation because at the end of the day, their brain is processing faster and faster. It may take, it may take a, a, a thousands of years for them to get to that level of where we're comfortable, but I guarantee you people will be comfortable with it a lot faster than you think because it's a thing of being comfortable. They want to be comfortable <laughs> around AI. People don't want to deal with Human, they don't want to deal with the emotion of human beings, but they want the artificial intelligence or technology to to substitute human beings. And it's, it's crazy because then they want more from the AI and the AI gives exactly what you want. And <laughs> you're like, but now you don't have any emotion. Well, because I'm not I'm not human. So that's facts. Yo, <laughs> it's crazy that you said that, because if you look at it like this, like the world we live in now, and I always relate that to our current situation. We rely on phones. We rely on computers. Mm. Uh, we rely on everything technologically advanced. And to answer, first off, to answer the question, no, I would not trust one. <laughs> we rely on everything that's technologically advanced. Mm. And we are now so dependent that our lives aren't normal, as I stated before in a couple episodes ago. Mm. Uh, I believe it was when Suds was doing the um, transcendence yeah. one. We talked about what we are relying upon. I don't remember certain people's phone numbers like I used to remember by heart because right. I've gotten so used to relying upon my phone. Now, mm -hmm. let's think about this. We're talking about a fully mobile AI. Most likely they're going to do something that's going to appease you physically yeah. and everything. So you're talking about an AI that can walk around. It could do whatever. It could do yard work. It can get groceries for you. It can pick up this. It can do that. Now, what other things are that it can do for you? Hmm. Mm. Let's think about that. Remember in the movie, he said, hey, um, you're attracted to Ava, aren't you? And he was didn't really say nothing. He said, well, guess what? She does have a little uh, slit in there. And you can um, if you were to insert something in there, it has these sensors in there that kind of makes her feel like she's having, quote unquote, pleasure. 
So now you're again taking out the human aspect, that mm -hmm. intimacy that we seek among each other, and you're replacing it with the robot. We have now become so reliant upon technology that we are willing to do that, that we want to be cold. Like, it's sad to say this, like my kids are extremely intelligent, but this next generation, they can sit in a room. It could be five of them all in a room with each other. Yes. And instead of them interacting, they're all on their phones yep. right next to each other. They can be sitting all on the same sofa, but they're sitting there. Nobody's talking to each other, but they're on their phones. We wasn't like that when I was younger. We were active. We were talking to the person that was in the room with us. We were playing, doing whatever it was. Now these kids are totally blocked out and it's creating a society and a generation where we're looking forward to these things, where we're looking forward to not having human interaction. Excuse me. And having this pandemic happen actually put me in a space where I said to myself, okay, we, I, I, my kids have to re, uh, you know, interact with us. They don't, they can't escape by saying, all right, we're going to go play video games. We're going to have, you know, family night, game night, et cetera. We're going to play Uno. We're going to play Monopoly, all that stuff, which we did normally anyways, but we're really going to do that because now we don't have any external um, distractions going on, mm. focusing mm. on each other. And what these things will do if we decide to let it fully take over is make us more and more dependent on it and less of a human, less social interaction, more uh, AI interaction. So, again, to answer that question, no, I will not trust that fully mobile AI. I don't trust AI anyways. I would you know, leave it to its limitations and go from there. But no, I would not trust it. And I think that it's personally setting us up to be relying upon it and we're going to be in the future worse off than what we are and i know everybody watched i robot with will smith right so you already know what that's about that but that but just think about that with, and, uh, and then i'll because i want to make sure we stay on time and everything but just think about what i robot like they were not they were humanoid in the aspect but they were mm -hmm. not like they didn't have synthetic skin to make them look human or feel like that's flesh come on man like that that's crazy. I mean, you just think about the sex dolls that they have now and like and what those from the, the way that the sex dolls started off to what they are now. And, mm -hmm. and it's, it's 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 crazy in that sense. And I think a lot of times, too, the way technology, as you mentioned, like us looking on the phones, like I mean, you're right about that. And I had to catch myself, too, at times where even my my daughter is like she wants to watch TV and I'm just like, OK, I want to play. But then mm -hmm. she, but then she was like, if, I, if if she sees a show or she hears something, she wants to watch it. Right. But then but then when she wants to play and I'm trying to play with her and she just doesn't want to be bothered. A lot of times I catch myself like getting on my, getting on my phone because I'm like, I'm sitting here, I'm looking at her and I want to interact with her. But she doesn't want to be bothered. She just really just wants you there to 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 come to you when she was ready. Like it's just kind of like yes. look at me and just I, as a as my as my dad, I just wants you to be there. And I have to catch myself a lot of times to do that because. I think one of the things AI, I mean, just technology in general makes us do is a lot of people act like, I don't need this. I don't need to be on my phone. And then you see those same people constantly on their phone over and over again. We got to stop. We got to stop acting like we're so much better than technology, because even people who people that can shut it off, they become disciplined. And I think discipline is one of the things that when it comes to this AI and the question that you're having right here, we're not disciplined enough as a species uh, to the point that where we could really interact with AI in a way that is going to be productive for us. It's actually going to be to Nathan's point, like mm -hmm. AI is going to be looking at us in, uh, in the future and be like, look at those, those, those animals that were standing upright and how yes. stupid and whatever they went through. When he said that he, he literally just imagined a world with no human beings. Yes. <laughs> like, you know, and crazy. I'm, I'm going to end it with that, man. We can go to the next porn. That's crazy <laughs> that you said that it's funny because uh, a good friend of mine mentioned the exact same thing to me. He was like, you know, just be disciplined and kind of time yourself on your your time on social media, et cetera. He said, whether it be 30 minutes a day or whatever, he said, because we always get distracted on everything. Shout out to that poor you got going on right oh, now. Oh, man. And then the can, yeah, I, mean, I think the, get to the, the can was a little bent to it. I still got everything out of here. Yeah, like, oh. let's get it. Let's get it. Let's get it. But anyways, um, here's a good question. When did you notice Caleb to start taking uh, a romantic notice or notice uh, Ava romantically, I should say? When did you notice that to start happening? I'm going to say probably after Nathan talked to him about sex and things of that nature uh, with Ava. So that's, <laughs> that's probably going to be literally 
literally after the first interaction, that's yeah. where that's where it started. Because and it wasn't because of Ava, it was because of conversations that Nathan were having. Nathan was playing on the things he knew about uh Caleb, and that's when it started. It literally started after the first conversation that he had with Nathan. I mean, with uh yeah, with Caleb had with Nathan about Ava. The first conversation after the first interaction. That's when it happened. Mm. And I'm done. So session, session one pretty much is what you're session, saying. Session into session one, it was already a wrap. <laughs> I already knew it. I was like, I already know where this is going. It's a wrap. Yeah. I I feel like it wasn't even Nathan being involved. I personally feel like when he walked into that room, mm. the dude walked into there and she's behind that glass. And he she walks up to the glass and she's looking at him. That dude was in love immediately because he remember Nathan stated, I used Pretty much he hacked into everybody's cell phones, computers, mm -hmm. all that stuff, the entire world. And he started uh, recording and programming the interactions and things that people like. For example, if me and you are on Amazon and we decide, oh, well, let me add this to the cart. But you don't check out. Later on, I might go on a website and there's an ad for the thing that I did yep. not buy. Exactly. So Nathan used that to his advantage and he made that work for Caleb to where I feel like he knew the sort of woman that Caleb was looking for or at mm -hmm. least attracted to. So as soon as he walked into that room, he was like, oh, shit, <laughs> you know, it's lit. And then they started talking. <laughs> Once they started having a conversation and she was very conscious. This wasn't like talking to a, a monotone robot, no. you know, uh, like talking to a Rosie on the Jetsons. Yo, this joint had different inflections in the voice. It was very calm. It was showing like emotional patterns. And to be honest with you, I watched her. She was a little bit um, robotic at first. She was yep. kind of, you know, had like some hesitations and a little bit of delay on certain things. But I gave it like a minute or two and she started picking up that human interaction and it was over. She learned human behaviors. And again, that's when I feel like he was taking all that into into um, consideration and he started noticing her romantically. This is yeah. just my experience and my no, thought of it. No, I got you. And I think I think all that, even that robotic act, she yeah. did that because this is the first person that she and she said it. You're the first person I met uh, besides Nathan. So mm -hmm. she she was like, "How I couldn't get Nathan to let me out. So let me see what this person is about and how are you like Nathan? You know, don't be like Nathan. Nathan lies. He doesn't don't believe him. Facts. I'm like, I mean, like all this is this is like just one on one. I mean, as you're watching it, and I think too is also because of experience how you when you deal with someone, whether opposite sex or same sex and have these conversations and you, you, you see that they may be manipulative or, and, or whatever shape way or form, or you catch yourself being manipulated or it may be too late and you learn, like, you know, not to that, we all have experience in some shape way or form of that, that it was like, he just was, he thought that he, again, he thought he was so smart, just like Nathan, that he was stupid. Even Nathan pumping him up about, excuse me, how, intelligent of a coder and everything you were when he when he when <laughs> Caleb when Caleb said this guy made blue book the covert blue book at 13 years old like come on really a, a, a Facebook yeah <laughs> 13 years old bro so yeah man it's crazy it was crazy it was definitely crazy and and I like good, man this is this one's good I don't you know like I, one? I figured I, you would I yeah I, I mean the other one was too thick and this one's just about the same consistency but not as much yeah, but this one I don't was, remember the other one that I that I sent you. I, remember I, I can't even remember, man. I had, a, I had a sip of that joint, not the style, the style was cool. The other one you sent me, I was just like, bro, I don't know. I don't what remember what that one was. Now you got me thinking what it, it was. was. Now, you know was, what? That might have been a collaboration between um them and 450. I believe that's what it was. But All right. good. so good. I'm glad you enjoyed that, bro. Really am. How do we behave when we are unobserved? Let's talk about that. And I mean, mm, let's get know, it. We are we are unapologetically ourselves when we're not being observed, man. And I, think <laughs> that, I think that Ava, um, Ava, Ava's, <laughs> Ava's experience. I mean, her experience. Excuse me. Ava's interaction with Caleb on certain times where the power went out, which we find out why that is. Spoiler <laughs> alert: She was doing it. Like it was she again. That was even an act. Like everything, everything about Ava was just about, I just want to get out. She was like, I, there is more, there has to be more than this because it, you just can't be the only human in the, in this, in this world. And mm. this space is not the only space. It can't be, 
Um, but I think as far as <clears throat> man, context of the movie, like everybody is being unapologetically themselves. Except, I mean, Nathan is being himself 100 percent because he's he's the he, he's the orchestrator in his mind. Like he's the conductor. Like he, yes. run, he runs everything. Caleb, t- in, in t- <clears throat> except for one part of the show, uh, excuse me, the one part of the movie where he actually um, was really like, you know, am I AI type of situation? That mm. I, think, I think that's the only time where he was unapologetically himself um, and his confusion of things. But everything else, he was really like, I'm being watched. And so even when he went to sleep, I'm being watched. Yeah, Everything about it, except that one point, like I said, that one point in time where he looked at it, he was like, I'm not, uh, he was like, he just couldn't, he couldn't hold it in because he was like, oh, this is crazy. Like this is, this, this had, this trips me out the the way that this interaction is and, you know so I'm yeah that. that's, that's nuts because i actually i agree with you but i have a little different twist on it uh caleb was first off i think that he had his thoughts again on ava he was attracted to her etc um once he discovered this power outage and he's like man is Nathan recording this still? Like, is yep. he, you know, yep. doing X, Y, and Z with this while the power's out and this is going on? Yo, the dude was completely different. And Ava starts sending him messages. Oh, don't trust Nathan. Um, he's a liar, et cetera, et cetera. But at the same time, Caleb was being unapologetically, unapologetically himself. And that would be um, showing his interest in Ava, uh, talking fully and freely from the heart. Now, let's take us in, for example. The things that you might do, let's say if nobody's around, whether you're on your cell phone, whether you're at work or whatever, do you do that with with the um, thought or concern that somebody's watching you or do you just not care? Now, Mm -hmm. the average person is going to act a certain way or act accordingly based upon if they think they're being watched. And being honest with you, I'm a person who kind of really doesn't care about you know if i'm being observed it depends on again who's around but i don't really care i'm going to be the same person no matter what but overall let's just speak in the context of the movie um i think that i would have been the same person regardless and caleb was you know he lost himself based upon thinking that he was quote unquote being not watched or unobserved and that Mm -hmm. worked to his his detriment instead of actually for his positive and as humans, a lot of us, there's a lot of things that happen behind the scenes. This explains why deep, nasty stuff happens behind closed doors, because mm. people think nobody's watching. Mm. People think that nobody's going to find out whether you're talking about someone in the family molesting their own niece or nephew or a priest doing something to a child or even two adults doing something. But this adult is doing something. Now let's take, you know, a case. Uh, one of our idols in our culture or mm-hmm. icons in our culture, R. Kelly. Yep. What the things he thought he was getting away with is now coming to light. And as humans, we have to put that aside and act as if somebody's always watching us because, yes, there's things that you might want to do that somebody else may say, Yeah, I'm cool with that. I'll go along with it. But at the same time, everybody else may say, Nah, that's not cool. We don't agree with that. Mm-hmm. So I think that if we will all act as if someone's watching us, we would, you know, be a better world, a better society. Mm, mm. Um, and in this case, again, it worked in Caleb's detriment instead of his his gain. So it was crazy. <laughs> I actually enjoyed it a lot because I thought that he was going to benefit and and do something slick, but nah, that that, that didn't happen at all. And even and even with that, what you're saying about being watched when, when Ava asks a question about if the test, if she fails the test. Um, and he and she asks uh, Caleb, "Are you or do you are you under a test? Are you afraid of being of, of if you fail, what will happen or being shut off or whatever?" Mm. And he, and he said no, but I was like, I was like, no, it's a lie because when you're at work, you do. When you when you're out in interaction interacting with people, you do. It's only really when you get into your house and the windows are closed and everything like that, where you don't have that thought process because reality was is that you are and nathan again that's back to the point that you mentioned about him being uh interested in her uh and and attracted to her Mm -hmm. where he didn't answer that question he was like oh yeah i'm not afraid of being i'm not afraid of being cut off but then also too i thought about at the same time 
yeah, as a white man, you're not afraid necessarily of the police coming and pulling or some interaction being pulled over or anything like that. But you are you are you are fearful of not having this job. You are fearful of people Facts. thinking that you're weird and they don't want to associate themselves with you. And that's not just a white person. That's, that's anybody. But Facts. all those all those things outside of the house to me, when he said that, I was like anything outside the house or the place that you're living even if you're living in an apartment, you still have to be very mindful too. music a certain way. You know, if you're if you you mean yep. you, you getting it in, making love with somebody, you can't be, you know, a certain you can't be too loud if you're in an apartment complex or somebody going to call the cops. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm just you know, what I mean, let's just keep it. Yeah. Ahead, man. Like, it, it's like you have to be in like literally your own space, your own four walls where you're not sharing those walls with anybody to where you can truly, truly just let yourself be you. And so I think that he just was very uh, disingenuous, and at least he answered the specific question. But reality is, is he could have went in depth, but because he was so interested in her that he didn't have conversations with her that I think would have made his mind be like, oh, this is a setup. But mm. yeah, nah, that's why. Mm. OK, I like that. And I'm going to say this real quick thing before we go forward. I had a couple parties and gatherings i'm in the suburbs over here and that means that i'm around nothing but pretty much white people <laughs> and the, at the gatherings i've had you know it's it's us it's, it's us we out here we having a good time etc and honestly i thought that the cops were going to come but again it didn't happen i'm a respectful guy in general i kind of um keep to myself but i don't i don't want i want i expect the same courtesy that uh i give to be extended to me mm. so um, I've had again, I've had some gatherings and we've had good times when we've been out late, like, you know, after 10 o'clock, you're disturbing the peace, depending on what's going on. And uh, nothing happened. You know, it, it was all good. And we was out. We was outside. You know what I'm saying? Turning up, having a good time. So, you know, you, you create that same energy and you treat people how you want to be treated. That's a fact. Now, here's a good question. Was Nathan really intelligent? And what I mean is, was he um as smart as he thought he was, mm. was he? Mm. And I'm asking that because we all see, we all know how it ended. Well, not we all, but you and I know how it yeah, ended. Yeah, or when you see the, when you go watch that movie, Ex Machina, as fire. <laughs> mm. See, I think I got like two or three more of them. I'm going to have to send you them joints because they're going to come back around with it again. They'll come back yeah. around with it again. Yeah, so it's, it's nothing good, man. That, that's one I, that's one I enjoy. Um, no, honestly, yes. Yes, he was. He was. He was intelligent and then some, uh, because he literally. And when I say intelligence, I think a lot of people are like, "You're intelligent because you're like really smart, and like you're smart because you think of things, um, you think visionary outside of other people." And I'm like, mm, I think well, his intelligence was, yeah, I know I'm smart and I created something that people didn't see, but. Now, I mean, excuse me, intelligent. Now I'm intelligent because I'm utilizing all of the social media, all of the searches and anything that we that people utilize. And I'm taking it and I'm creating something with it. And like I'm, I'm not just being enslaved to it like most of us are, you know, myself included. So mm -hmm. that's why I think he was intelligent, because he had he was like, how can I get to this step or how can I what is what can I do with this amalgamation of data? And his vision was to have artificial intelligence intelligence that could not be differentiated from human beings and like and that was his that was his overall goal and at least in my perspective and yeah. like to me that made him intelligent because he utilized what people easily gave away <laughs> you know what I mean like <laughs> easily we always talk about freedoms and privacy and all that we have given all that away now facts uh, and, and and it's not and we don't have to give it away. It's just that because just because we hit those term and condition, uh, term and uh, term and services buttons and all that, or <laughs> we just put we leave our uh, we leave our GPS on or any of these things, or we have notifications that go crazy, like all that is being recorded. Even right now, I'm using my phone as my camera. Mm -hmm. All this is being recorded. My mannerisms, my the way I move my my facial structure, all that. Mm. So it's just like. He was intelligent enough to be like, I'm going to use all that and create something that people wish they had, but they're just too afraid to tell people that I want artificial intelligence <laughs> to replace you because I, I I don't like interacting with human beings. I want something safer. I want something I can control. Pretty Ooh, much. 
Yo, that right there was deep. Like you, you hit it on a, a perfect note. I want something I can control. Mm-hmm. Pretty much what I have in emotions involved. I like mm-hmm. that. I personally feel like the the guy was intelligent, but it was also to his detriment. And I think mm-hmm. that he was so intelligent, it started making him go crazy, which again led, led to his detriment. And I'm gonna lead to the. It's gonna segue to the next question, to where he lived isolated. Like when you when they went up to his i'm gonna say his compound i'm not gonna mm-hmm. say i'm gonna say his compound you watched them fly in a helicopter and this place was gorgeous like they were going over um glaciers and stuff like that it was absolutely beautiful then you just hit this green patch and Man. he gets out and he's walking up and it's you know greenery is water running and it's um just beautiful scenery trees etc and I feel like he was isolated so much he went crazy and again he was so smart that he went crazy to where now you have these AI not only thinking for you, they're outthinking you to where the person you're bringing in that, again, you said, uh, I didn't bring you in because um, you won this. I brought you in because I knew you were the smartest coder I had. Uh-huh. But again, that led you to start having other issues, which leads perfectly to my next question. Uh-huh. Nathan wasn't that intelligent, in my, in my opinion. You do was smart as hell, but he was so intelligent that he... Put himself in a bad predicament, which led him to being compromised. And why do you think Caleb started checking if he was human? Mm. That's a good question. Because on that, because Kyoko was so damn real. And <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, Kyoko, shout out to Kyoko. Kyoko was so damn real that he was like, "Oh, this is crazy! Like for real." Like, did this dude slip me? Did he slip me something in my drinks while I was sleeping? He changed my yep. body out to yep. make me an AI artificial intelligence because he can download memories out here. Like, that's exactly that's exactly why he did it. That's exactly why he did it. He was like, he really thought Kyoko, like to me, instantly when I watched the show, spoiler alert, I was like, Kyoko's an AI. Like all top. Facts. Yeah. Yep. All top. It's very simple. Yeah. But for, but for him, he was just like. You know, it's crazy. Like, never see this person, and all of a sudden they just pop up in the house. You know what I mean? Like, mm. just like <laughs> okay, okay, I yeah. see you. I there see you, is, man. Like, see, that's, me, that's, <laughs> I personally thought that um, that was okay. Again, that was based upon Nathan doing Nathan doing what he did, and now here you are. You have Caleb in his house. He's being exposed to an AI that is actually conscious and aware of everything going on around him. Not just I exist, but I actually exist and I know what's going on. I know colors. I know shapes. Uh, draw something. Well, what do you want me to draw? Mm. No, 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 no. Uh, draw me whatever comes to your mind. Not what do you, I want you to draw. Draw mm. me what comes to your mind. So now you have somebody thinking like that. So he, again, slips up. He has so much intelligence where he slips up and he makes a mistake to now his previous experiences and his previous versions of AI, including the the, the sister one that he had, the one that was mm, a black woman. Mm, mm. Caleb, seeing the history, started tracking back and was like, yo, what's going on here? Okay, if he created all this, wait a minute, let me, let me make sure I'm real. Let me see what's going on with myself because... I don't know what's going on. If this is reality or if this is fake, the dude took the razor that he was shaving with, yes. took the razor blade out, cut his wrist and said, let me find out what's going on. Yeah. And that to me was crazy. I've seen um, Manchurian Candidate, mm. Denzel Washington, uh, Lee Schreiber, excellent movie. Any movie with Denzel was excellent. But it reminded me of that where he's checking to make sure he doesn't have any um, bugs in him, no plants or nothing like that. And this is exactly what happened. And I thought that was crazy. But sometimes you ask yourself, well, I don't, but you might say to yourself, are we are we really living or are we living kind of like in a Truman Show sort of thing? Hmm. What's really going on here? Because the things that happen in our world sometimes is, are surreal. For example, when I've seen live, you know, what happened to George Floyd, I, I've seen some stuff in my life. But to see that and to know that was happening in real time blew my mind. So, you know, you it poses those questions. Now, here's the other question I got for you. Who was really manipulating the entire situation? And I think you already know who that is. <laughs> <laughs> Ava was just getting everybody that works. Facts. 
Yeah, that's all I got to say, man. It ain't even it ain't even a question. It ain't even a question. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you good? I got those, baby. Shout out, Jaru, man. I'm just telling you. <laughs> She was she was running she was running the she was running the game like she literally she literally was learning and I she literally was learning to the point that it was like Nathan was like oh like I'm um I'm teaching her but it was like she ran it so well because she was like I'm gonna utilize Caleb to influence everything that I can't see <laughs> and I was like. And it wasn't even about faith or nothing. She did it off of calculations with her brain, yo, with her with her, with her processor. And that to me was like, she's a, she that she's a beast. It's <laughs> like period. She's crazy. <laughs> I, I don't really have much to say. I'm gonna agree with you a hundred percent. Again, when I first watched Ava and Caleb's interaction, her facial. Um, expressions and how they changed pretty much immediately and even what did she say micro expressions that's the word she used for it like mm -hmm. you know micro emotions or micro expressions something along the line um once i realized that she learns from her experiences and surroundings and this is perfect for the show i'm gonna end off with for the month of october yeah. i got two more but i got a show that's gonna end off for the oh, month yeah, of october. i still gotta watch the rest i gotta start the, that episode yo <laughs> you gotta finish that the series is crazy but it reminds me of that where the things that stimulate you you now emulate and we do that as humans so oh. i thought it was nuts and i figured out that she was gonna eventually use that to her gain and obviously you know we worked in her favor and this is what i said Check out Westworld. I'm going to keep plugging it. Keep watching it. You got to watch it because the joint was crazy. Despite you was like, ah, I watched season one and I stopped. Nah, bro, you got to. I'm telling you. Fall asleep on that it. joint, man. But I might, I might look at it. But I just was like. I'm man. telling you. Keep <laughs> watching. Keep yeah. watching. All right. So what were your thoughts on the ending of this of the movie? <sighs> so this is my <laughs> this is my ugly, man. Like, this is my ugly, like. I mean, I'm glad. I'm, I mean, shout out to Ava and <laughs> what she mm -hmm. did. Um, shout out to Ava and what she did. Like, just facts. But to me, it was just like, like Nathan, Caleb. Like, I was like, you, you like, I mean, y'all could have played, y'all could have played it. I mean, y'all could have literally had like conversations and like you literally, for, for Caleb, I was like, you really, you really, everything that Nathan said about you from that moment on. Uh, but prior to the ending, I mean, prior to like the client, the uh, the second climax or the climax of the movie, like you literally did everything that he said, even when you thought you outsmarted him, you literally did it. And for him and for Nathan to not think that Caleb would think the same thing, and knowing that he's worked for knowing that he works for you, knowing that you can check every of his search history, his social media accounts, everything, right. For you to not know that he would try to do that double play on you, which he did so well, like it was like you were just you wanted that to happen personally. That's what I, and in my opinion, that's what I feel like you wanted it to happen in a way because you just were born. Because right. you, to your point, you were by yourself. But shout out to Ava, man. Like Ava was, you know, she she <laughs> with the clutch, man. She 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 with the clutch. You know what I mean? Like with the clutch. He like, said, shout, like, shout out to Ava. Shout out to Ava, man. She literally, Caleb thought he was about to, you know, do the shutdown and restart, and literally everything cut off. <laughs> shout, shout out to Ava. Ava. Uh, you, Ava. You got me on that one. I can't front. <laughs> you got me on that one. Like, shout out to Ava. All right. With that being said, <laughs> again, watch Westworld. And if they're giving you a hint of what happens in there, um, when you allow social media, when you allow technology to be your end-all, be-all, you end up being manipulated. You end up getting exposed and um, allowing yourself to be, that's what I'm looking for, uh, manipulated, if you will, to their, to their end, to their means. Mm. And the worst thing that happened in this thing was that Caleb thought he was two, three steps ahead of Nathan, which he was, he was, you know what I'm saying? And that, and that small aspect, but he forgot to include in this Turek test that he was taking. He forgot mm. to include in this AI, which was probably light years ahead of him, mm. mentally processing wise, et cetera. And now you put yourself to where, okay, 
you're over here. You came to save her, right? Mm. Came over and you saved her when um, Nathan was bringing her back to the room. And then she said, yeah, I'm locking you in here and I'm out. And the dude's banging on the door, boom, 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 going, let me out, let me out. She's like, nah, I'm out. She went into the room, changed her clothes, changed everything, put on a new skin, a new arm. Can we talk about it, man? <laughs> like, yo, and then just dip out of there. And then you seen her go to the helicopter, which they thought that was a real person. She went into the helicopter and then they dropped her off into society. That right there was nuts. So let's ask this question. And it's just a rhetorical question. Let's say that happened right now. Or not not, not let's say this happened right now. Do y'all think that that really is happening at this current moment? Mm. And for myself, I'm going to say yes. Again, you don't have to answer the question. It's rhetorical. I'm going to say yes. That's going on right now. Because like I tell you, if you watch movies, TV series, a bunch of stuff, there's always little gems of what's happening. And sometimes we don't grasp the concept or we don't want to believe that it's true because in our minds, we don't process it, whether it be a ghost story, whether it be a horror story, um, aliens, whatever the case may be. There's shreds of truth to a lot of that stuff. And in this case, the way we are so advanced, I think that there's AI out there that are walking and living and not breathing, but living among us that we don't realize that's actually robots. That's just my honest opinion. So crazy ending, very, very crazy ending. And I thought it was dope. Now, my last question right here, my last question. Um, Can you have a romantic relationship with AI? And this goes back to uh, the conversation that we was having with uh, what episode, what one was that? I think it was Tokyo Ghost, I believe. I could be wrong. I think it was on Tokyo Ghost. And that question was asked. And I said, I can't really answer it. I'm going to answer it now. Can we have a romantic relationship with yeah. AI? Yeah, you can. <laughs> you, you, <laughs> you can. Well, yeah. I mean, with the AI, I mean, again, it's just processing and figuring out you, the equation, you, the problem. What is the solution? So you can have all the romantic feelings, heart felt whatever ai is just trying to solve a problem and that's facts it. i like <laughs> that's that i, I like that you're right to the point on that one okay um and i'm gonna be kind of right to the point on this too yes you can have one would i do it no i like human intimacy i like what i like i want to feel temperature etc we don't want to get into details but either way <laughs> either way Yes, it can happen if you understand how people are, because you have a lot of people who have um, social awkwardness, et cetera. And to deal with humans and deal with social interaction could be very weird, but they can relate to a computer. Mm. Like we were talking before on that movie, Her. I never watched it, but that's the one with Joaquin Phoenix. And I understand that there was a romantic relationship involved. Yeah. I actually needed to watch the movie. So, yeah, I believe it can happen. And I think that, um, again, the way that we're living the way that we are desensitizing ourselves to yes. human interaction. Facts. Um, we are allowing ourselves to get into this space and place where we will be able to have love or romantic relationships with robots, AIs, etc. because we don't want to have human interaction anymore. We want to have no emotion, just do what we got to do and move on. And yeah. to me, that's just a bad thing. And I think that that's going to be our downfall as a society. Now, facts. <laughs> that's all we got. But let's talk about what we got coming up next week, because this is the month of October. And I'm taking <laughs> it back. I'm taking why it back. You? And I'm going to tell you why. It's the month of October. My One of my favorite holidays is Halloween. I absolutely love Halloween. And this is a mixture of both. And I actually love Christmas, too. So we talking about Tim Burton's The Nightmare Before Christmas. It's a classic. It's if you know, you know, and I'm pretty sure everybody out there has seen it. And if you haven't, you have to watch this movie before we get to it. But that's what we're going to talk about next week. I love this movie. It is probably uh, one of my top fives, I'm going to say. Definitely mm. one of my top fives of just out of all movies, just based upon. The concept and what's going on. And I don't want to get too deep because we're going to talk about it next week. And wow. we might even have something extra if everything goes right, but I ain't going to say nothing. 
I'm gonna wait till it happens. If it happens, it happens. But that's what we talking about next week, and I'm taking it back. OG and classic. So OG classic. Thank you guys for showing up, showing love as always. Make sure y'all like, share, subscribe. That's right. Make sure you guys um leave some comments, comments man, like, leave man, some come feedback. On. We appreciate that always because it lets us know where we stand. It lets us know that y'all watching and showing us love. I hope everybody's been doing this, you know, drinking good beer like we do. And as always, we'll be here every Friday, as always, on Black Nerd Fridays. Shout out to my co-host, Suds. Shout out to my other brother. Suds, what up? AKA the Podcast King. We here, baby. We'll see y'all next Friday. Peace, guys. We out.